0: And gentlemen it's time for the main event welcome everybody to monk if you
1: love wrestling podcast. Oh. introducing first
0: someplace far away he is very nice, nice. very evil cj being accompanied by his best friend from wherever Wayne. whatever, brain, whatever. Freshly squeeze! B, C, And now, the best in the world! Mr. Grizzle!
1: Welcome to the Honk If You Love Wrestling Podcast. This week, the boys jump right into the nation of speculation when discussing. The return of Vince McMahon and the potential sale of WWE. Myself, Mr. Rizzo, TBZ, and CJ will also talk about the subjective art form of professional wrestling when we break down what we saw on TV this week Bloodline, KO, Alexa Bliss, Uncle Howdy, and Escalade de la Muerte. Let's start the show!
2: Woo! Alright, that's some of my energy. That was good stuff. That was good stuff. So, yeah. I don't, I don't want to start off the episode with it, but I almost felt a little aristocratic right there. Oh, thinking about I that did, escalara yeah. Ooh.
1: <laughs> but not yet not yet it's, it's too early the later match which we just watched was amazing and we will get to it when we talk about the aew later in the show but the big news outside of the ring
3: let's not kid ourselves yeah you know
1: big is news is vincent kennedy mcmahon deciding. I don't care that you don't want me to be the owner of this company. It's my company. I am doing whatever I want, and that—that's just what he did. It's—it's just—it's real life succession. And I just—I don't know what this. I, just there's too much going on. What do you guys got? Well, there is a lot
3: going on, and and yes, we see Vince return to WWE uh, as the chief executive officer. We see Stephanie resign, not step down, not take a leave of absence. She resigned from the company uh, when Vince came back, and obviously they're in talks right now with a possible sale and possible TV deals going forward. So it is a very, very strange time, and there is... So much speculation going on. We heard earlier today that WWE was sold to the Saudi Arabian, uh, the SIP, I believe it's called. Turns out that that rumor was maybe not true. Uh, We are in unprecedented times. We are in murky, murky waters. And it's exciting, but it's also very stressful.
1: There's just, there's really just so much to break down here because, like, more news trumped more news with more news. So like and then starting more news off news undid this, the
2: other news with more
1: news. This information really came out right after we had recorded last week, so we haven't talked about Vince coming back into the into the company. And I believe around like December 27th, somewhere around there, there was members of the board of directors from WWE that unanimously agreed that, hey, Vince, you should not come back to the company because it will do irreparable harm. And Vince kind of sent a letter going, yeah, that's nice, Um, but uh, I'm going to do what I want because you guys can't sell anything without my approval, and I'm going to make myself the chairman of the board again. So any potential sale we move forward with, they'll know that they have the complete uh, support of the majority shareholder of the company. And I want to point out one thing real quick about the shares, and I don't know too much detail. I'm getting a lot of information from the WrestleNomics podcast, so I want to give great uh, info to Brandon Thurston there. Uh, Vince kind of doesn't have majority shareholders or majority shares of the company, but his shares themselves are worth more. He has like Class B shares that only himself, Stephanie, and Linda McMahon, or I believe uh, Vince's Uh, own descendants can own that are like double or 10 times the amount of voting power versus the same stock that you and I can buy. So he has like 81% voting power and he can do whatever he wants. But in this crazy takeover, he took over, he changed the bylaws to make sure he's the one in charge that can approve a new TV deal. So there's just so much craziness going on.
3: I mean, you got to think about it this way, though. From a completely financial and business owner standpoint, if he is looking to sell, he wants the most possible money that he can get from this deal. Now, he doesn't want anything blocking his way or impeding what he's going to do. So he went back to WWE and said, hey, if we're looking to sell this, I need to be the one who's running this. I need to be the one who's operating this. They brought in J.P. Morgan to help them, but... I don't necessarily know what any of this means. Um, you know, with, with Vince coming back to potentially sell it, maybe it's just a way of being as business savvy as possible. Maybe he has no interest in being an on screen character. Um, if he does sell to the Saudis, though, that is the only surefire way that will allow him back on TV. If they sell to any of the other major companies, Fox, Disney, Time Warner, even the Minnesota Twins, which whatever. Uh, <laughs> you know, they're not going to let Vince be an on-screen character and be in charge. Any of the other companies will allow Triple H to do it, um, but not Vince. So that's another take on it as well.
1: I think the way we, it would be looked at is with uh, if there was a potential purchase by the Saudi Investment Group, they would take the company private. They would no longer answer to a board of directors and Vince would be able to do what he wants creatively and he wouldn't be fired for a morality clause from someone from the Saudi government. Um, That's the unfortunate part of just why he came back. It's like, ah, well, they don't care about my indiscretions and they're not going to fire me for being a horrible person. So let's sell to that group of people. But the other thing I think like some people I've heard talked about is similar to maybe the position that Dana White put put himself in. Where he sold the company to sold UFC to a company where they still allowed him to run the company, so that might be a way for him to sell it to the to a group and still run the day to day operations, still run creative, and still tank the company. If you ask myself, like I I don't know, I just think he was doing great. I mean, they all agreed that this was a bad idea, and Vince doesn't care. He's going to do whatever he wants.
3: Uh, well, and and I don't necessarily think it's a power move or an ego stroke. And I know that's weird to say about Vince McMahon. I truly do think that he's looking to sell the company. Uh, I think that the more interesting thing to me in the interpersonal world is the Stephanie McMahon and Vince McMahon relationship, where Stephanie does resign. Now, there's two realistic reasons for her to do that. Number one is that she legitimately does want to go and spend time with her family. She wants to get away from the business. Maybe she is mature enough to know, like, hey, I can put my put my toes in other waters, dip my toes in other ventures, and have a decent family life and just get away from the business. Or
2: she's okay. still connected in that scenario. Like when she, if she's not there, well trips is there so trips is you know. there exactly yeah. she has got her hand on the pulse is what i'm saying in that scenario sure but then she gets to
3: live her own happy life with her kids and the best you know, scenario <laughs> sure and the other thing is that there might be some heat between vince and stephanie uh simply because of the affairs and all of the other things that were happening it's a black eye on the company i don't know if stephanie can i mean i don't know the relationship too extraordinarily well but I mean, I don't know if there's bad blood or beef because of uh, things that were not said, things that were not told. But it's hard for me to believe that Stephanie doesn't know about this. I don't know. It's interesting.
1: I'm not 100% on the timeline, but I believe Stephanie originally left the company back in like May before the allegations came out of Vince and the SEC investigation. So her being part of the board going, I know what's coming. I don't want to be anywhere, a part of this. I'm out. When Vince left and was agreed to no longer be a part of the company, she's like, cool. That guy, that stuff that he has a problem, he's not, I can take over. I can do this while he's not here. As soon as he's back, she's like, I'm out. And the something that's kind of funny with this, she talked about in her letter or her email about, you know, things were great before. And then, you know she's leaving the company but she signed it the way they start raw which is then now together and forever and only one of those things is true like then yeah that was true in the past that was it but that now definitely now you're leaving the company together no you're not working together with your dad and forever no. obviously not because this isn't working so like i don't forever. Know.
2: <laughs> not standing true so how she signed her email but that's just what we're at That's enough. You do bring up an interesting point, though, Mr. Rizzo, Uh, when when she did come back after Vince stepped away, that happened very abruptly. Like it almost felt like she was kind of like, well, I'll do this because, you know, it's for the good of the company or, you know, just to like help out where she can.
0: And so now
2: that now that this is happening, her resigning now may be like, cool, this is my out. Now I finally can go do what I was trying to do before I got sucked back in. And and who are you going to trust more to get a good deal than Vince McMahon?
3: I mean, he knows what it's worth. He's a wise man. He's a carny, and he's gonna <laughs> he's I mean, he is. I mean, that's he's a carnival barker, and no, he's getting people look, to line up with found their money
1: a way for people who thought he was a racist misogynist to be like, oh. I didn't know it was possible that you can find a worse group of people to sell the company to that would make it worse than it already is. And Trump's like, oh, I'm sorry, not Trump, uh, Vince McMahon is like, hold my beer. I got yeah. this. Yeah, You're going to love how horrible it's going to get. Hey, hey, I'm bad, Bobby. Look at these guys. I mean, come
3: on. <laughs> and by the way, just as a quick aside, can you imagine... An unhinged Vince McMahon running WWE, the Saudis give full beniled. control. Man. It's TV fourteen. It's it's uh, you know they they up the rating. Jesus, it's going to be the return. No, it will not be. We will never see a Braun Panty Smash. To be fair, that is off the table. That will never happen again.
2: If that's never going to happen. Why are we trying to bring back Vince then? I don't know, man. But I want. <laughs> I crazy thought that was shit. the whole point. I
3: want to see some crazy shit. He
2: yeah. wants to start listening to some stuff. Oh, yeah. Um,
3: Guys, <laughs> I I really, at this point, with all the stuff that's happened with AEW and in the real world and all the stuff that's happening in WWE in the real world, can we can we talk about a little wrestling?
2: Well, before we move on, though, my head's spinning with all this going on. Is, is it being sold? What's happening? The latest the news
1: that we talked about or that CJ uh, mentioned was the the tweet that one of the reporters mentioned about there being a, a sale had deleted the tweet, and CNBC maybe this this morning kind of dispelled the rumor by saying there isn't a deal in place. It's not, not possible, but there isn't like extended. So right now it, it was deal. all yeah. a
2: hullabaloo is what I'm hearing. There was It was a well, huge kerfuffle, work think- shooty, shoot work, and it, it, there is no deal
3: now. I think there's no deal, but where there is smoke, there is fire. I bet you somebody in the back said, well, the Saudi government is here and nobody's going to outbid them. And Vince and WWE has a good working relationship with them, so the deal is as good as done. And somebody, I'm sure it wasn't even that dramatic, but I'm sure some reporter heard it, whatever. Someone brought
1: it up like the NBA free agency. You don't just like... At one o'clock you'd be like, cool, deals in place. Like, wait a minute. Like no, well, shouldn't you that, like uh, not be able to talk until one o'clock and you already like knew all the details and everything's ready to go? So like things just didn't no, add up for some it's, people. It's, so that was okay. what made it like, Yeah, maybe it's, there's talks, but we didn't get there yet. It's, we, it's not
3: sports. So, so it's not so, like that, but uh, what I'm what, what, um, sorry, it's not sports. So it's entertainment. So they can do things. But I'm just talking about I'm thinking about the stock exchange and private investors and all these things. I think they do have to make some information public before they'd be able to sign a deal uh, that quickly
1: yeah exactly There's there's things have to kind of go through the motion they can't just be like hey everything's good see you tomorrow you got the keys like yeah Yeah. they got to do some paperwork
3: Rose (laughs) madam.
0: Yeah. (laughs) TBC to answer
3: (laughs) to answer get on out of here with my company
0: take it (laughs)
2: again yeah Um, so basically stay tuned Just find out more, but but nothing's happening. some people
1: think we would need an emergency podcast later uh, (laughs) later in the week if it gets sold to another group of people, but (laughs) I don't expect (laughs) it at the moment. So, but yeah, uh, things are crazy, and they're going to continue to get crazy. But let's dive into the subjective art form professional wrestling and
2: talk oh, about what we watch on TV. What we honk for. Yes, it's yes, wrestling. So we're going to we're going to
1: start with what we watched or saw last week uh, Friday with a uh, WWE SmackDown. Um yeah, yeah what would yeah, you guys what would you guys like? S-
2: Sami Zayn gets put in this place. Oh, Sami. I did not like that. I was scared.
0: <laughs>
2: I, I sure did, did not, not enjoy that. <laughs> I did not like what was happening to Sammy. I was very concerned, and it happened extremely quickly. And this now make me wonder: Is Sammy ever safe in the bloodline? No. It's
3: it's it's a no. It's it's, it's a it solid signs no, point
2: yeah. to no after what I just saw.
3: Well, as as my crazy uncle once told me. It never hurts for people to think you're just a little fucking crazy. And I think that's what Roman showed us uh, with that promo, too, is that he can just snap at any time and what he says goes. You see Sammy's Zayn petrified. He's horrified because he knows, oh, yeah, I'm poking the bear. I think
2: Sammy's not a dumb guy. He's not naive. I felt... I felt Sammy was like that time you got caught by your parents doing something you know you shouldn't have been doing. And you were like, oh, no. And it was like, I'm... Sorry.
3: <laughs> yeah, it reminds me of my uh my sophomore year after a soccer game getting confronted in a car ride home about some well forget it. Let's not talk about any of that. No, that's uh, yeah, so like, anyway. ah, that
2: same face. It was that so same Sammy. face. Sammy, <laughs> yeah. Uh yeah, so uh Roman chews him out. And it was very terrifying. I was uh I was concerned for my boy. But he was saved uh, by a KO kind of, wasn't he? He was act well I he, he de-escalated yes but yeah no he
1: de-escalated he he (laughs) de-escalated the situation which uh i think a lot of people in law enforcement should learn how to do uh de-escalating the situation to the point where roman was like yeah you're right
0: it wasn't it wasn't me it
1: was he that lost and i you should deal with this
3: yeah (laughs) yeah and, and i mean it makes sense and you see kevin owens actually save his friend's skin and that's what he's kind of doing here. Yeah, uh, but
1: he also did it by setting up a match against him next week. <laughs> well,
3: sure, absolutely, and and I know that KO does want to see that. You know, he does want to see that break. But I think he's reveling in the in
2: the moments right now. Well, so technically, the match they claim he got scheduled was the one at the Rumble, which is against Roman. Yeah, because in that promo he interrupts and says, "You're not mad at Sammy. You're mad at me." And so I challenge you at the Rumble. So that's yes. how that came about. So
1: KO got his
2: is it's a that's it the a title match he wanted. Uh, yeah, it's a title match. It's yes. for the belt. Oh uh, yeah. But no, the Sammy KO match is happening because of as you said uh, of promos that happened backstage. It, it was part of the segment that I was gonna bring up. So I figure we'll lean into this. Go now. for it. We need to break that down, but jump right into it. Sure, because uh, so what what's happening is he gets chewed out backstage, as we've just mentioned, and throughout the episode there, they we see vignettes and basically Sammy gets called backstage by uh, Rome or no, he's backstage with the uh, Paul Heyman. And he's like, give me the wise man, you know, he's being all stoic and stuff. And so he brings him in and he, uh, you know, he tells it like they do that fake. It was, it was that time, like when uh, when they gave him the new shirt. When he became the honorarius, they did that fake out again where it was like he seemed very mad and stoic. And he's just like, I'm, um, you know, it's just, no one, you just you, it's not very representative of me. You know, he's just kind of like getting into it. And all of a sudden he just flips the switch and he's just like, because no one deserves to be talked to like that. I'm sorry. So the reason why you're not getting an apology is, uh, or why I don't want you to apologize is because I deserve, or I should be apologizing for you or to you. And so, you know, it was just that weird like half second split where it's just like, "Oh, he's no longer mad." Okay. Interesting. Right, yeah. Got back up. So,
1: he was in the room with Sammy and and uh, the tribal chief. We're in the backstage and he was going to apologize to him and Roman was like, "You don't have to apologize. I'm going to apologize to you." Yes. And what I noticed about that is he never did that to Jay.
2: Yes. He Zach. never apologized to oh. Jay Uso. No, it's a different and kind I of And I think Roman.
1: once Jay, Jay and Jimmy might find out that Roman apologized to Sammy, there might be some issues with those guys. That's true. So this Ooh,
0: they man. never did
1: that. That's one thing. And then the part that made it a little better is after that, remember, you don't have to apologize. I need to apologize. but you. But then Paul Heyman says to him, you can prove to Roman again by beating KO next week. I'm like, well, what does mm-hmm. he have to prove if he apologizes? Like, like, they're Heyman, messing with Sammy. I'm just saying it's done, or, and we're going to find out the end of this turn by Rumble. That's my guess. I don't know what, but that's it.
2: Hear me out. Hear me out. Or is it a third party? So we've got Roman. we got KO. Or Bloodline. we got KO. Not KO. Uh, Sammy. Sammy, Bloodline, and Paul Heyman who's like this snake in the grass who's just trying to like weasel in. He's and
1: definitely just- been that way for, what's he called? Schmoozy? What shmoo- What did he call him? He had a schmoozy, special yes. name that he was calling Sammy. Schmoozy. And I didn't, I didn't catch it right away. It was like schmoozy, schmoozy, Sh-
2: schmoozy, schmoozy. Okay. Schmoozy, schmoozy. Um, yeah. He's just, he almost just feels like he's there to like, that was smooth. Yeah.
3: <laughs> <laughs> We he's, are almost
2: like, he's almost like a villain who's just there to kind of like plant seeds of uh, you know be like, hey, do this. Seeds you of dissent. Yeah, exactly. Deceit to just be like, hey, just
1: fight each other. It's,
2: it's the way he would. Nice.
1: The way Paul Heyman wouldn't let him in the room last week, and then like, oh, he, I got the okay. You can go. I got like, a phone what call. was on. he like? You just delaying it. Like so, yeah, he's planting. There's oh, this bloodline so much fun. This is been, the best thing. One of the best things that we're watching in the wrestling right now. Great it's fun animal. every week. And we didn't even get to the best part of the of the segment. Like we have more to talk about with Roman and KO um, yes.
2: with the main event. Okay, I was just going to say that Paul Heyman did that thing that they've been doing on uh, just on WWE lately, where they get the phone call and the obviously not getting a phone call because you can see there's like notepad open on my phone. <laughs> so yeah, Paul Heyman was just like, "Oh yes, I got the obvious not phone call. You can go ahead."
3: It's it's good. It's it's a little slapsticky sometimes, (laughs) but it's
2: good. It's good. And it works. Yes. Uh, And yeah, so it's just throughout the tag match that happened, because while they're having this promo backstage, Roman asks them to watch the match backstage. And they just do this comical like they keep they like cut back to them during the match. And it's like at first it's Sammy has popcorn. He's offering it to Roman and Roman's just like. Well I I am watching
0: He's this popcorn. popcorn. Yeah, well, the way it's he,
1: he described it is when he tried to give him popcorn, Roman looked at Sami Zayn like he didn't know what popcorn was. <laughs> yeah. Like, what are what is this? And uh, then what happened in the next time they showed him backstage?
2: It was Everybody's got popcorn. <laughs> 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 also Sammy's offering them his individual popcorn. things of popcorn, Roman. right? Yeah. <laughs> But he's offering his popcorn to Roman, and Roman goes, you can see him. He's just like, no, man, I got my own popcorn. Like,
0: where did this popcorn come from? What's happening?
2: Oh, one of the best things on TV. It's so good. silly. And then, as Spence said, he does orgasm popcorn as they win the tag match. Who? Who? Who?
0: Who? Who? Who?
2: Who? 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 Maybe maybe he'll
3: stop ducking this fucking email maybe. and show his face
1: because he's running scared. I'll stick up for him. He had a legitimate excuse for not being here today. He's at a wrestling show, which is AEW in Las Vegas, or Los Angeles. So true. Um, we'll talk he, about that. Gets a, a little. He gets a pass, and we'll we'll get to that in a little bit. We'll give him some uh, major as he gives us some spoilers for Dynamite.
2: I'm sorry for Rampage um, Rampage.
0: But yeah, yes, so the, yes, bloodline, yes.
2: the bloodline stuff was great on SmackDown. Watch SmackDown for the bloodline.
0: And it's, we have
2: this, and we have this semi KO match coming up, which is it's going Sammy. to be very, very
3: interesting. Yes, uh, I don't know if they're going to have the bloodline or any of the members out. Maybe Solo will be allowed out, but it's going to be a really interesting match, and it's going to tell us. I mean, it's going to tell a lot in this storyline.
1: Yeah, a couple weeks ago we broke down some of the original fights between KO and Sami Zayn in NXT, and we're going to continue that next week by watching a couple of the TakeOver matches between the two of them, which is, uh, I think it was TakeOver Rival and TakeOver Unstoppable. They both had a KO and Sami match. So we're going to watch those for next week and then talk about those two matches as well as the KO and Sami match that's happening this Friday on SmackDown. So we'll have... Three different KO Sammy matches to maybe talk about and break down next week. So if All you right. guys want to be part of that conversation, watch the uh, takeovers on the cock, on Pacock next week uh, to, yeah, be part of that. Absolutely. Um, and, yeah. and
3: Hulk, if you love wrestling listeners, make sure that you stay tuned um, because next week we're also going to probably talk a little bit about Charlotte Flair uh, as well as getting closer to the Royal Rumble. So those are Yay. going to be three of our hot topics next week. Yeah, now. Um, this Sammy KO match, it is going to tell a hell of a story. It is going to be a barn burner because they have been fighting, as they say, forever. Back to the Indies. It's going to be a really great match. Definite bloodline involvement. It's going to set the seeds for that Royal Rumble match between Kevin Owens and, and But Roman who's
2: going to come to KO's aid?
3: I mean, KO has a a breakdown
2: because obviously KO's going to fight. He has so
3: many friends. He's never betrayed anyone. (laughs) Except the man. He's literally fighting. (laughs) Good man. Chris Jericho's back, baby. He's going to bring the list.
1: (laughs) I'm not going to get into this too uh, too deep, but can we just talk about how much of a flop it kind of was that Cena just showed up and then we never heard of him again? Yes, like, yes, Because yes. I was going to mention, ooh, is KO going to need help? Maybe Cena would show up, but they're not, not having him show up without advertising him to pop the crowd and get the ticket huh. sales. So it's, that's not is. happening. Huh. If he shows at the Rumble, yeah, but I just meant like he went from, cool, maybe he's got his thing and he's going to lead to Rent Mania to where the fuck did Cena go?
2: Huh. Like, that's kind like I happened. was expecting this very underwhelming return of John Cena, and that's why I didn't give a shit about that match with him and fucking Roman. You expected him to weird. win. Weird. Or lose. It's, it's so so you expected him to lose, and he won the match. Yeah. It's interesting Making though, because driving the point even further that he wasn't gonna be here to do fucking anything except be like, I maintain my streak. Thank you. I'll see yeah. you maybe it's... at
3: WrestleMania. He stays relevant for the for the twenty-fifth year in a row. We're still talking about him. He, and maybe he still later says, on...
2: relevant. <laughs>
0: it's...
3: You're telling me right now that if John Cena doesn't make an appearance at the Royal Rumble, he may be a winner? If he shows up, you're no. telling me... No, we'll he's, we'll not talk, we'll about, he's not a winner. He's not going to win talk that about that later. No, no way. Well, if he shows up, I think there's a very, very solid chance that he could. But we'll talk about that later. We'll Well, get to that I mean, agree
2: to disagree.
3: Well, Uncle Howdy's not going to win that fucking Rumble, I'll tell you that.
2: Who?
3: Uncle Howdy. Who? He's not winning that Rumble. He's not going to be in the Rumble to begin with.
2: But he's yeah, a little bit. He's invested. not a wrestler. He's a phantom that's harassing LA Knight. Of course, not to be. You tell, that, be you tell that to
3: Bray Wyatt. You say that's Bray Wyatt's face right now. He I got will. Sister Abigail by Uncle Howdy or Uncle Harper or whoever the fuck that is. Bo Dallas, uh, and he actually Uncle Howdy. Bo Dallas, get out of here!
2: Oh, for sure. Mitch. And Uncle, Uncle Dallas, Dallas, Bo Hardy. Bo Hardy, Hardy. Bo I like Bo Hardy. Done. <laughs> Fine. So happy. Bo, bo Howdy. howdy. Oh Bo Bo Howdy. Bo
3: Howdy. I, meant
2: bo howdy. Um, bo howdy. I howdy. believe. Sorry, I
3: didn't Howdy's mean to derail you there. Well, no, you're good. Bo 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 Howdy is interested in Alexa Bliss. We see a I would be. A, I would oh, Mike be wasn't her. muted. No, but I would fucking listen (laughs) to her. Um, We see Uncle Howdy appear on the stage, do his weird little laugh thing. He's asking Alexa Bliss, who do you think is in control?
2: Real quick. Was it him laughing or was it the stupid? It was the stupid. It was, uh, yeah, it was that stupid thing. Um, And it was,
3: I'm sorry, but you're a. You're a billion-dollar company. You have That's to do better. What with I'm this. saying, how can just, you fuck this up it's just so bad? So bad, and it's where's like, your it's,
2: money going?
0: Doesn't anyone notice this? I feel like I'm taking crazy pills. So,
3: well, I don't know, man. Uh, we'll, Anywho, sorry, we'll we'll talk a little bit about budget cuts, uh, may, maybe in a later episode because we're going to see some roster purging before the sale, I do believe. But Alexa Bliss going to the dark side, it's it's going to
2: happen, and I don't know if she's going to be in a stable or a. So, did anything else happen outside of the stupid laugh? Hi, I'm Bo Howdy. There was another
3: backstage promo with Alexa Bliss where she said, "I am the one that's in control of the darkness." So we are seeing this intensify. Um, There is storyline progression. And the thing is, I am still interested. It is slow. It is a slow burn. But I was excited for this just as I was excited. uh, We'll talk about it later on. The trio's ladder match. Another slow burn storyline in the background that is unfortunately keeping my attention. And aside from the bloodline, it's the only reason I watch WWE at this point.
2: Oh, for sure. No, I'm, I'm excited for that. I uh, gotta just come clean. I had not gotten around to a Raw, so I was oh, yeah,
3: no, curious no. if
2: it was worth watching, but it just sounds like it is progressing along. Not saying that I shouldn't catch it, but it's not like the end of the world.
3: No, but we we see this new darkness in Alexa Bliss just prior to her. Did she have a costume change? No costume change. Relax, TBZ. <laughs> That's next TV. week. That's TV, next week. You, you you settle down there. Enhance 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 we <laughs> we will see alexa and probably her new dark persona when she fights bianca Belair for enhance. for the uh for the raw women's championship uh at the rumble so we will get to that we will uh we'll talk about that but at keep a later date your ears day.
2: peeled for that match that will yeah, be I a do, listener for sure
3: i do want to do a quick prediction segment eventually <laughs> i'm going to get you guys around to this uh, cool. To what to a prediction segment? So we could oh. predict a, a wrestling match or a wrestling pay per view before it happens. I got it. I, oh, can we get,
2: that's okay. what the Rumbles for, baby. All can right, here we go. Yes. Can we, can we theme it around listening?
3: <laughs> I would love to do that. We have a we have a the ladies, top listener. No, we have we have a ladies Rumble match this year, which is uh, yeah, it's uh, it's been a recurring theme for the last few years, and that's exciting for us. I don't know. I just I love the 1 minute thing, you know. Or sorry, is it 30 seconds for the rumble? 30 second countdown between
1: uh, participants or is it 1 minute? Uh, I think it's a minute and a half. A minute and a half, 90 seconds? It's either a minute and a half or
2: 2. It's got to. I recall in a in a previous rumble where like somebody literally sat in the ring waiting and I think so, it was Lesnar. I, I would say it's not...
1: between a minute and a half and 2 minutes or am I thinking of my fantasy football draft? No, you know what? It's got to be between a minute or a minute and a half.
3: I think it's a minute and a half. So that means that that's not the most exciting 60 seconds in wrestling. You know what is the most exciting 60 seconds in wrestling? Oh, it's it's what? me.
1: It's my dumb ass with my NXT <laughs> minute. It's your fucking NXT minute! Let's go! We start the New Year's Evo with Klaus, C U in class, discussing tonight's matches. And Marcus better get the F out here with his bad energy. Jack beat the Don of NXT and the crowd kind of sucks. Creed Bros versus Indushear did not happen. Where is fear? Watch out for Mahal. Don't hinder Jinder. After Pretty Deadly de-rolled, they beat tag two tag teams in the gauntlet before losing to Gallus. Triple threat for the tag titles in the future. NXT fans, we miss Mandy Rose. NXT, you already have Mandy Rose at home as Tiffany Stratton makes her return. The NXT Championship between Grayson Waller and Braun Breaker ended with a rope break. But Booker T says, we call it an anomaly. It happens all the time. Yep. Well, William Regal's little boy beat up Hank, and Hank needs some gear. 20-woman William, twenty woman battle royale winner faces Roxanne Perez for the women's NXT title. Sol Ruka was the star of the match, as she did a great Kofi spot. But J.C. Jane turned on Gigi Dolan, and the show ended when both of their feet hit the ground at the same time for a double victory.
0: Whew. Whoo, 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 whoo.
1: that was great that was great just a little bit over just a little bit I over up like what maybe twice and
0: i did that last yeah, time
1: we did didn't have one well. take baby one yep. take
3: that was really yep. well done that was really well done we'll get a time yep. stamp in there but we're we're getting there baby i'm loving the nxt minute
1: i you love do have it. to talk about how booker t like there was a like, weird rope break in like the semi-main event and he had literally said that was his actual quote we call it an anomaly it happens all the time. <laughs> it's so good. That's literally what he said in the match. I was like, uh, uh, "That's no, that's that, those are two different things." There, Booker.
2: It makes you think. I don't know this guy, but I like him. I like him a lot. In
1: the match, there was a, an actual the middle rope of the of the ring broke during the match between Braun and Grayson Waller. And honestly, I think it was a planned spot in the match, but just for the final, and it wasn't supposed to happen in the middle of the match because they went to commercial early, they did a bunch of stuff and fixed it. And then they ended the match with the same spot where the rope broke, and then Grayson Waller got timed out trying to get in the ring and the ring and the rope fell apart. So, they're going to do it again at Vengeance Day in a steel cage, which is kind of cool, but like It was kind of, it was a botched spot that they, the crew and the wrestlers made work. So it was kind of, I was kind of interested in how that, how that happened live. I'm not sure if you got anything else, CJ. Well, that's the thing.
3: I, I was actually a little busy this week, so I did not get to watch NXT, which is a little bit unusual. Uh, when things settle down—oh, and I did see that that rope spot, and I noticed that the match continued to go on after. I had just noticed the time. I was just kind of looking at it in the corner of my eye, and I was like, holy shit, this happened a little bit early. But from the rest of what I saw, it looks like they really did make it work, so props to them. One other thing about the NXT Minute—I'm an idiot. When I get some more time, when I get everything settled after the move— we will be TikTok viewers. We have to pimp it out. We are going to have the NXT Minute featured on our TikTok. Hopefully, we're going to be doing that every single week. It is going to be, I, I'm so excited for it. I love the
1: NXT Minute. It gets me going. It like gets Hager. me excited. It gets me pumped. We still got half the show together instead of the last, usually when I've ended and I'm all excited and I got to stay up for two hours and can't go to sleep. It's
2: so great. So great. Like, and Hager, H- like Hager to this hat, I am to the NXT Minute. Oh, he likes this. I like this hat! <laughs> <laughs> we
3: we will not be able to get Jake Hager to say we I love the NXT minute. He's not gonna do that. Actually, maybe on a maybe on Cameo. Huh.
2: Jake Hager hit us up at Wrestling Honks on Twitter. Also honk if you love wrestling at gmail.com. Hold on. Uh, we got a lane here. Or so just, just honk if you love wrestling on TikTok. I know Instagram, we can pay for it. Uh Facebook's anything man flim flam yeah, just pagers, pagers. hey my pagers. please For God's we sick. will pay you to say this
1: well he's Should... not was he even on nxt uh no that's Never. what i meant can we just find someone that's currently maybe on nxt it would work yeah but he likes <laughs> saying i like it and it was a, it
3: was so a we'll say really, so so we'll say
2: i like honk if you love wrestling yes that's
1: much better Sure. But I want to get ko to say right. I want you to watch the NXT Minute. No, but uh, I want, yeah. There you go. I'm see, that's shooting, a good one. Shooting for the
3: stars, baby. That's our goal, baby. Shooting Once for a... the stars. Make us
1: some money. Monet?
0: Monet. Uh, yeah,
1: speaking of which, we didn't see here at AEW. There was speculation yeah. that I might show up. That was it dumb. Happen. So it was, dumb. It was a nothing <laughs> burger that we all got excited for. And like sure, I said, yeah. it was a no. nothing burger. That I got. For, okay.
2: Thank What's you. For? No, Thank no, no, no.
3: I will say this: when uh, when you guys mentioned last week that it was going to be Mercedes Monet, I said, "Nah, it's Tony Storm." And then you got me thinking. I was like, "Holy shit, maybe they will reveal Mercedes Monet as Sareya's
1: tag team partner." The reason for- <laughs> that there was speculation was in the promo last week. Britt Baker said to Jamie Hader, "I'm the boss." And said something like smirked, and they both kind of like laughed, like ha ha. So there was just some speculation of like, oh, why'd they even bring that up? And then there was some animosity for Tony Storm being picked over Sheeta. So though people were, myself was thinking maybe Sheeta's gonna get all mad and take out Tony Storm before the match starts, or a day early, or something, and then she would need somebody else to show up. But none of that happened, and uh, we we got a whole lot of nothing big fat nothing.
2: yeah huh mr iso yeah they they really do follow up on all those little hints that they lay out there they definitely don't not follow up on them like this one time yeah so they're they're what
1: are they you know nine for for ten
0: don't even throw
2: a number out there you don't even know you're just I'm, you're just theorizing. You're, it's, you're putting well, your no, thumb on no, the scale no, just, and saying, oh, yes, oh, they're 90%. Like. Gentlemen,
3: I believe it's called a red herring. Oh. And, uh, yeah, eat that <laughs> TVZ.
2: <laughs> eat that TVZ, <laughs> <laughs> oh, Anyway. So,
1: yeah, we, we started to dive in a little bit of the AE dubs. Um, but, yeah, we had, uh, the, like I said, that nothing burger uh, with the uh, With the with with Tony Storm. Let's back it up. The match was great. The tag (laughs) match between Tony Storm, um and uh, Jamie Hayter. Jamie Hayter, Britt Baker, and Soraya was really great. Um it kind of ended a little weird with Sheeta throwing a uh, kendo stick in the middle and uh we got a victory from Jamie and Britt, and I think we're gonna
2: have a match between Tony Storm and Sheeta, which will be fun down the road. But I will say that Sheeta's presence in this segment was weird to me. Because I thought she was coming out originally to go against Soraya Because during the promo uh on Yeah, Rampage? I think you're right. Was it Rampage or last week? Dynamite? Either way, the the, the last time I saw them before today, uh she was like, "I'm sitting. I'm sitting next to the greatest women's wrestler, and also Sheeta." And they were like, "Oh, super zoom in. Oh, Sheeta's got this. Like, I'm angry now." So I thought she was coming out for that. But she then when the match went right on, she got. She was all like, "Oh no, my friends lost." And I was like, "What do you mean your friends? You mean Soraya and uh, jeez, who am I blanking on right now?" Tony I- Storm. There we yeah, go. I was going to say, I, th- I think you're talking about Tony Storm, right? I think, I mean,
3: t- yeah, geez. Ah, Tony Storm. Um. No, but Sheeta got Takesha shit on, <laughs> right? Takeshi shit on? She got cheated on. Ah, she got cheated. Why did I not take that low-hanging fruit? Because you were trying to think of the Holy MJF sheeta.
2: thing about take a shit on, or shit-a, or whatever. Whatever well, he called. Uh Yeah, and MJF took a shit on
3: Takeshita, which I thought was a little bit weird. Do you guys think that promo was just a little bit
2: out of character for MJF? It was... The- what?! No, that's freaking mjf what are you talking about the the, uh, it's no so it's the same thing i've noticed with uh raw has done this as well where it's like they're gonna start a match and that's coming up next and here's the entrance of the first person in the match and now promo from someone not in this match
3: that is a weird trope you've been doing yeah, well, it's been a little strange.
1: That had to do with the match. It wasn't separate. Like, I get your criticism when they have, like, you know, Takesh to come out and then they interview Britt Baker backstage for the women's match, you know, 45 minutes from now. And then they show uh, Brian Danielson's entrance. But this, it somewhat had to do with the segment.
2: Sure. Like, yes. It was all connected. But it was yes.
1: more of getting MJF on stage than the other way.
2: Sure. Yeah. yeah, I did not mean that there was no reason for MJF to be out there, but it was just, it, it. I am agreeing with CJ, it is a weird pacing to have a third party that is, quote, not in the match, have a promo in between the two entrants, which normally in a match flow, it's when you have the entrances, you introduce both people, you go into the match, not have I was- a 20 minute promo about something else.
3: That's definitely true. I just also, and I don't want to touch on this per se, but I just felt a little racially slanted to me, is what I'm getting at. And MJF normally veers away from that. What do you mean? Didn't he say, like, uh, what what the hell, how did he? Oh, yeah, the,
2: he, when he greeted him, yeah. When he
3: greeted him. And, like, it's just, like, that's low-hanging fruit, MJF. And, you know, you talk about being, a you know, the Jew boy and this and that. I don't I know think you're he heel, did anything but...
2: where he
1: really walked the line. I don't think he touched it, like, and I he hope just they said they, hello just, to I, him in Japanese. Sure, it's <laughs> I <just laughs> That's really them, all did. I just in want
3: a basic bitch way. Sure, I just want them to stay away from it, veer away from it. It's it's fine because it's it's smarky enough to be like, and I understand it. It's like you're just saying hello in his native language. It just feels like, hey MJF, let's tow that. You know, you're towing the line. You don't 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 go ultra heel this way, buddy. Like, let's not.
1: I think if he would have went in on more after Takeshita spoke to him in Japanese, and he did anything there, and all he said what he said to about uh, Danielson. Actually, I don't remember the exact line, but it wasn't really anything to do about his. of about being Japanese or speaking a different language, it was just no. more about comparing themselves to Danielson. Yeah, uh, so that's why they if were that was done anywhere there, I would or... think I'd be on board with you. But I don't think that he he came close to the line with that. I just, I'm, but I'm, I get no, your concern. That's, that's... I get.
2: I understand what you're saying. I'm gonna, yeah, I'm gonna jump in and say I get it. In today's day and age, you do have to worry about that because people, uh, you get too close, and people will definitely push you over. And say, wow, look at that. That's not cool. Um I will you're right I, about MJF usually
1: doesn't try to get that close to the
2: line with that particular issue. So yeah, I understand what you're saying. He
1: There's didn't lean a, into
2: it though. Like he did that he did it once and then he just kept going on. And it honestly felt like he was going for a lot of cheap heel hey, you know, like rapid yes. fire, machine gun, I'm being a heel.
3: yeah. He's great at that.
2: Yeah. So I, I just think he was going more for you know, like popcorn. Not, not so much substance no, and rather I, just fluffy and just like, eh, doing
3: all doing I'm, all the use. I'm just saying, stick in your lane, MJF. Let's make sure we're not. It's just, it, it's... Okay, maybe we'll keep the New Japan guys away from him for a minute. <laughs> I, I might just be a little overly sensitive. I'm just saying, you know, let's just well, be a little, you know... Well,
2: Mr. Rizzo said that there's a reason for him to be there. He's not rivaling with Takeshita. He's rivaling with Danielson, who Takeshita is fighting. And I'm, sure. I'm not
1: sure if we talked about this on here because I... I smoked cannabis. It might have been before we started recording. Um, But we're not really sure 100% if Danielson has his opponents being picked from him over the next two months before Revolution with MJF because we haven't talked about this at all, but there's going to be a match between MJF and Danielson in a one-hour Ironman match, I believe, at Revolution. But the only way that match happens is if Danielson runs the table and wins all of the matches. Yes, But like I said before, I'm not sure if – uh, MJF is picking his opponents or
2: he just has to win. I'm assuming that he's picking his opponents because that's a better angle. The re- promo you're recapping was a little weird to me because it was like they were both saying the same thing, but when Danielson started saying what MJF wanted, he goes, no, you're going to do it my way. And I'm like, but he's doing the, what you want him to do. Like, I don't get why you have to make a big <laughs>
0: fucking deal about this.
2: And, yeah, it does eventually just lead into, as you stated, the stipulation that he has to win a match from here until Revolution. Um, it's fine. I did like MJF's title card for when he came out, too, saying that he's hoping to avoid a match with Danielson <laughs> at full gear.
1: <laughs> I'd have to say it is slightly disappointing, though, if what it, the Revolution is more than two months away, right? That we're going to get like two months of MJF not wrestling. And just yeah. making Danielson go through the shit like that's kind of I'm cool with it. I like the story, but I know that's going to be the criticism of him just not being it's
2: March fifth in the ring. March fifth is Revolution this year. So yeah, so yeah, <laughs> yeah. We've got several months of him we've not wrestling. A couple, we got a little most- bit of MJF not actually wrestling. I'm sure they'll make him fight some jobber here and there just to be like, hey, he did stuff. Because well, gotta- I keep seeing them. Go ahead.
1: I gotta say it's one of like my favorite things about the way they have the champion or guys who would you wanna like elevate to the level where they're not supposed to be there every week. Mm -hmm. They make it a point where he comes in and the reason he's there is because he's contractually obligated to show up. And if he doesn't, then it doesn't work. Yeah. He's got to be there. He's got to show up. He's got to at least make an appearance.
3: He doesn't have a belt, so he doesn't have to defend a fucking thing in, in a month. So if they want to keep him off TV, off wrestling, that's fine. Uh, we don't pay to see MJF wrestle. He's great at it. He's a great wrestler. Jim Cornette is his biggest fan, so got to give him props. But we pay to see him on the
1: mic. That's why we want to see him. So keep him hey, on the mic. You know what? Here's what I- He's slowly turning into my number two for KO. Like He doesn't wrestle as much as what I've seen KO. But I almost want to see him as much in the ring as I do on the mic. He's still elite. I'm not I just haven't seen as much as I have with KO and KO routinely does his opponent's moves on them. And I kinda like that little jab. And I'm gonna guess that MJF's gonna eventually do that. As the yes. heel, he'll do moves on the baby face of their own stuff. That's my thing.
2: Good on them. It really does feel like they're playing the long game here. Like you said, at this point now, is MJF going to wrestle here between here and when he wants to fight Danielson? If not, they did it. They found a way to not only not have your AEW champion on the air all the time like they normally do, but everybody be okay with it. It's like the bloodline, you know, they did. They developed a thing. That allows Roman to not be here. And we're all like, it's cool. We don't care because the bloodline's here. If the bloodline exists and Roman is just can come and go as he pleases. And this how, that's how this feels right now. They're just like, MJF can come and go as he pleases. And he will watch Danielson fight for his amusement until they have to actually wrestle. No, yeah,
3: MJF has the fucking belt. That was, that was a joke. He has to wrestle at least once or twice. They have to keep the title oh, defended. Sure.
2: You but know, like, but he's not going to be wrestling. He, all the no, time.
3: no, they're not going to see him pop up on fucking dark. You know, you're not going to be on a rampage. You know, you'll, you'll see him on a dynamite wrestle once because he
2: has to and keep him on the mic. Keep him the fuck out of the ring. Yep. You yeah, know, minimal. They'll, they'll do the bare minimum with him. And I love all the little like. All oh, like little nods to where they're just like, oh, he's he's going to come on air and talk about why he's not wrestling this week or whatever. They're just like really hammering home. He's like, hey, look, another week on hasn't wrestled. Yeah, so so keep it like that. He's easily goaded into matches. You
3: know he is. So you can have somebody just come out and slap him in the face. and A
2: wild slap nuts of his. You know, okay, all right, I'm going to fight you.
1: I want to see him on dark just to pop a rating.
3: I would love that. Actually, no, I thought about that as I said it and it would not pop up. And guess what much. wouldn't
2: ever happen, Mr. <laughs> Rizzo?
3: I don't know. MJF's great. Keep that man on the mic. He he can protect oh, his yeah. it'll and yeah, he'll get into some real actual you know, week
2: to week wrestling eventually, but not right now. Not yet. No, uh, he's gotta deal with Danielson and that's a big that's a big bite for him. So like do what you I need just, to do and I don't think he's gonna lose it to Danielson. We got a long time with this, or I hope. And uh, we'll see what's next. I would just like to see a run where they treat it like the TNT
3: championship, whoever the, the, the title holder is. Maybe an Eddie Kingston. I know, I know. I like or or a best
2: Kingston. of seven for the trios
3: belts? Nah, I mean, that's that's fine too. You know, if if you want to make a belt really feel like it means something, put it on TV every fucking week. And with the exception of what, the, the week break in between here, we've seen seven matches between... The Young Bucks and Pac and uh, Phoenix and Penta, the Death Triangle, uh, for the last seven weeks, eight weeks, I think, in total. And those matches have been fucking awesome. I don't care what anybody says. Love the angle, hate the Phenomenal. angle. They're just great matches. And holy shit, this this match blew the roof off of what Ingleswood, California. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah,
1: and it's the show is where our our boy Spence. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Uh was at the show.
1: Yes. Who? We 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 did that already, damn it. <laughs> yeah, I wanted to do it again. Ooh.
0: Ooh. 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 Ooh.
1: Because we he we're actually talking about the show now that we're watching the or are we talking about the Escala de la Muerte.
2: Escalera
1: de Escalera de- Did I say it wrong in the NXT minute? I didn't uh, say it in the NXT minute. Damn, no, this okay. shit's. I was like, I "Yeah, like, right why now. would you I say said it that in the it? cold open?" Yeah, I man, know. we're having fun today, aren't we,
0: ladies and gentlemen? This is your captain speaking. I will be taking you on flight 420 on your way to Hawksville. <laughs> to your right, you'll see Mister Rizzo doing what he does best: <laughs> ripping fat dabs.
1: Let's stay on track with the with the death match with the death letters. Is
2: what with it's actually... the escalera del muerto. Yeah, now I I'm going to
1: translate it
3: to death ladder. I'm going to be a little bit of a curmudgeon as I sometimes am. As well, I would let's say, if I agree with Who you.
2: this, the, man. The,
3: the Jim Cornette the Bret Hart technician. We have seven, We have seven <laughs> matches. We see them do everything in stereo seven times in a row. You don't need to do the same moves. Uh sorry, Matt doesn't need to do a suplex as Nick is doing a suplex every fucking match. They don't have to be in sync. They don't have to have those counters where Phoenix hits a, a super kick and then Kenny Omega hits one on Pac and then... We don't need that every goddamn match and we also don't need two guys standing in the middle of the ring punching each other back and forth. We see that every fucking time. No I'm, sorry. Ch- Chops. I'm sorry. I'm I'm it's just a little much. It's redundant at this point. It's not repetition, it's not callbacks. They have a lot of good callbacks. The fact that they are countering everything on each other all the fucking time it makes so much sense. People may not like it. It may be a little redundant, but it is logical. It's wrestling. It's
2: You mean it's good storytelling? There it is. Do you think you is. would have the same
1: opinion if they would have ended it at six? Yes. Because the way that I thought they escalated the series, and I actually thought it was more of a, they blew it off at the false count anywhere. Oh yeah, it was a better match. match. Yeah, it was a and better match. And that's kind of what I meant sure. like if it would have ended there, you might have not got swap as much those repetition. Two matches, well no, yes. I just meant like if you didn't see 7 and saw those all those spots again yeah, and like it just ended at 6 you might have been like, that was actually the perfect amount of counters and double time seeing the moves.
2: and it, yeah. ended, it didn't Equalitis. go to yes.
3: so just make seven match six. six match they try seven. to do
2: too much. Yeah. I
1: guess my overall criticism between the two matches, when I'm looking at six and seven, they escalated Any- six and false count anywhere to a spot that ended the match that was more dramatic than that this one ended. They had a couple cool ladder spots. But the final match, or the final spot that Kenny did with uh, Phoenix was off the ladder, not onto a ladder or onto a table. And then Kenny took a little bit longer on the ladder, I think, to get up. But we all know that
2: wrestlers just don't know how to walk up ladders. You just watch it. If we're going to really dig our hands into comparing these matches or at least having this hypothetical situation of what if it was only six. Uh, the the, ending, to this, the so. ending to this match was weird, too. Like you said, there was just this. You know, Kenny Omega, the man can go toe to toe with Will Ospreay for over an hour, but then he doesn't know how to operate a ladder. Yeah, (laughs) like he just just sluggishly went up the ladder and Mr. Rizzo was just like, I feel like there was a missed spot here. And, you know, he's pointing to the other tables around the ring that weren't broken into Uh, and maybe like. Yeah, no, that, that element feels- is true. That also makes this a worse match than the last one, and kind of like a maybe you don't do this match. Well, on, I, Evan, we're, oh, just real quick, we are being extra critical.
1: I love yes. this match; it was sure. fun. We sure. liked the ending. We like the We are being yes. super critical of this match, and because it was a seven match series, that we're breaking down the whole thing and getting into here of like we're talking a game seven, like the entire uh, thing, but. We are, we are 100% everything we're saying is still correct about the match. Sure, sure,
3: sure. But if you want to do a ladder... Okay, so here's the problem with ladder matches, boys. The issue is that you have to climb up a ladder and retrieve something. It's a trio's match. Wrestlers it's can't difficult. climb up
1: ladders. They just sure. don't
3: know how to do it. You know what and and it works sometimes a lot. Of, I mean, there's great ladder matches, don't get me wrong. If you want to do a ladders match and it's going to be this ladders match, all you do, you simply put it as match 4, but instead of the bell top up, up there, you put the winner gets to choose the next stipulation. Sure. There's a ladder's brief match. With it's contract a briefcase. that allows sure. them to do
0: it. Yeah, it, yeah. <laughs> it allows some
3: mystery. You can still keep it seven matches and push the sixth match to the seventh and last match. False count anywhere. This is it. Street fight. And the way they did it was wonderful. Absolutely. The sixth match was better than the seventh match. There's no doubting that. It still was a great match. And the crowd was I,
1: hot. I have a spot in my head that I'm expecting from the Bucks that may never happen. Um, when they had the spiked sh- uh, Nike shoe that Brandon Cutler perfectly threw over the cage in one try, so and good. then they it was so like that was better than the match. Him making the throw in one spot was actually better than the match. But like just like the Brock th-
3: Lesnar Roman Reigns microphone catch, right? Yes, yeah, yeah like how did that, exactly. It was just
1: too perfect. <laughs> so, uh, it's a it's a Nike shoe, Nike 1's that had thumbtacks on it, and he did a super kick. Now, a little while after that, they did, uh, I'm not sure if it was part of BTE or something else, where they went to a sneaker shop and talked about like one of the spots he wants to do. And Nick wants to light his shoe on fire and super kick someone while it's on fire. And I'm like, okay, well, I'm expecting that eventually. So, yeah.
0: and uh, that if, if just- they were
1: it, I know that they might. We weren't getting there, but I thought it was a possibility against Phoenix or Penta. So that's why I thought maybe they would take the fire. This was your moment, AEW. You could have made that happen. It was on free TV.
3: Yes, but that spot was just done in New Japan. If I'm not Uh, uh, mistaken, flaming Flaming. flip kick. Yep. Uh, oh. Yeah, guy set his boot on fire during a press conference and, and kicked somebody. Just so you know, I am keeping my eyes on New Japan Pro Wrestling. Throwback to our last podcast. Honk, if you love wrestling viewers, listeners, check that podcast out as well. Wrestle Kingdom, uh, um. The Wrestle Kingdom podcast, but no, the Nick, uh, the Jackson boys. Uh, there were a couple spots where I just I keep looking, and Matt Jackson is just—he's a great wrestler. He's so fucking athletic as well. He's—he's he's in great shape. All of these guys just beating the shit out of each other for what about twenty plus minutes?
2: Yeah, and a main event, and, and a lot of avalanche moves off of ladders. Like- a lot of them. I didn't think I needed to see the one-winged angel off of a a ladder that was draped from a ladder and the top rope. What are you Uh, saying? What are you even saying? You need to see that. I actually thought the way Kenny
1: did that move was worse than it was going to happen. He was on like the second or third last rung of the ladder. And -hmm. then there was another ladder underneath him between the steps and the ropes of the ring. I thought he was going to land on there and they were going to bounce off like oh not too bad. Instead, right. he jumps off the top of the ladder and lands on the ring so yep. much farther down. It was nasty. I just ugh. good old So nasty. maybe maybe Kenny literally
2: could not climb up the ladder. Like maybe that is legitimately why it took so long. When I when that happened, I thought to myself, this is the end of the match. No one gets out of that move. And, and you were yeah, correct, enough, it just took a lot longer yeah. than it should have. <laughs> it's just the, the long, ah, the classic WWE promo move. Thanks, here's the end of the promo. Long pan waiting for the scene to end. I hope it does at some point, because I don't want to stare anymore. No, I will say this about those long
3: WWE pans. The wrestlers do a great job of not looking uncomfortable. <laughs> Please frame! It's most of them do a really good job. And I'm like, we Jesus Christ. If I was on camera, I'd be like, get the fuck, get get thing the- off of me now.
0: <laughs> it's yeah, exactly. <laughs> so Man. good good on you guys. Wait, way to keep a straight face.
3: But you know, the, the young bucks and Kenny Omega, to my
2: surprise,
3: take this match. They win their belts back
1: and they Yeah, are... you guys were
3: surprised. I was yeah, kind of myself
1: and CJ were expecting the uh, the Elite to not get the championship. I'm I just want to think. Yeah, lose the championship. Yeah,
3: I, I just, I just want to think. Well, to, for, for the Death Triangle to, to retain more or less the championship, the thing is they they would have added so much more to the quality and prestige of the belts if it was an LOL Elite win. It would have really put the death triangle over and those belts over as like, holy shit, these are the main belts. The problem is, what other trio is really going to be a threat aside from uh, Brody King, uh, Buddy Matthews, and Malachi Black?
2: I guess when I think about this, you know, Mr. Rizzo, you're like, oh, yeah, you have the elite lose so Kenny can go on a singles run. And to me, I'm just like a singles run for what? The AEW championship that he's obviously going to lose if he goes up against MJF? He's not supposed to lose it right now.
1: I it know. It seems
2: like the elite is poised. Uh, it's a good thing for, to have Kenny around, but not have him. Well, I mean, he has the this, belts, but I was going to say the center of attention. Because let's get real. It's, the trio's belts, it's cool, but it's, it's tertiary. It's not the focus of Dynamite.
3: No, so, but it's. But it can be, it could take some weight off of MJF as well, especially because we are bound to see that, that, what the hell are they called? Uh, Death Triangle? No, 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 no. Uh, Wait, what? Malachi, Malachi Black's House of Black. Housekeeping. housekeeping. That is going to be a crazy match. House of Black in the, in, in and the, Elite, the oh, Elite. and the Elite. When what we see that? that. What about a Triple Threat Trios match? Jesus, that would be insane. That's so many, in match. Yeah. so many guys in the match. So many guys
2: in the match. Threes. Before we're getting away, I just want to make the point that let's look at Death Triangle. You break them up, packs uh lined up for another chance at the All Atlantic Belt. You have okay. them have a feud with OC. The uh Lucha Bros, they can make a run at the tag belts. Like you can put them somewhere on this brand and they still sure. like, they don't all, need the trio.
1: All of this is correct. The point that I was sort of making before is not so much that Kenny need to go after the belts, but this is sort of an issue that people have with Kenny with yeah. him in AEW and him in New Japan, you just saw how he was uh, in against Osprey as like match of the year candidate, amazing match. Holy Can shit. That's no. not him. That's match not – this teams. isn't that same Kenny. He's in a trios match. He's not against any people. They don't hi- hold him to the highest team as he is when he shows up in New Japan. So that's no. kind of what I meant. Like if he loses and then he's no longer with the Bucks. Maybe we'll get more of those style matches. And that's as much as I meant like he needs to go on a title mm-hmm. run, needs to beat the MJF. I wasn't thinking all that. I just want to see him wrestle individually as that match of the year match that he had with Osprey. we saw a week or so ago. What, what I'm going to
3: cool. do is I'm going to compile some clips from New Japan. And I really want you guys to take a look at the cleaner. Kenny Omega, Mr. Rizzo, I'm sure you're pretty familiar with uh, his, really, his really excellent heel run in New Japan. I need to see that Kenny back. I really am desperate for that Kenny Omega back. And let him have some time with the trios championships. I love hearing Carry On My Wayward, wayward Son. I am so glad song. that we get to hear that. We're not going to be hearing that... You know that theme or Kenny Omega's theme um, in the Royal Rumble.
2: I'm just gonna say real quick. That no, I hold, don't on, think- hold on, hold on. Yeah. I'm taking.
1: You know why we need a Kenny a Kenny single run? There's a number one reason why we need Kenny Omega by himself. Because we need a North
0: Carolina,
1: and we will not get that when he's with the Bucks.
0: Fair, sure. Fair sure,
1: we we probably won't. Um, I, I know that
3: you love the North Carolina. I can I can go without that for a while if I get to hear that Kansas classic every fucking week on AEW Dynamite.
2: CJ, you're saying that you want to see that uh, the cleaner from New Japan. Unfortunately, I don't think we're ever going to get that in AEW, and that's I not know. a that's not a slight on Omega. Um, I think Forbidden it's just his door. It's his competition. Door. Yeah. Uh, there's nobody in AEW that will be like Will Ospreay. You're not going to get a Will Ospreay versus Kenny Omega in AEW. Freaking <laughs> Will Ospreay! <laughs> Unless it literally is Will Osprey. The J- to, to
0: quote
2: DJ on our last episode: How many Omegas do you see? How many uh, Takeshitas do you see? How many uh, Okadas do you see? You know, like
3: there are so- these are
2: once in a generation wrestlers. So you- you're, you're, you're right.
3: You're right. I just I think that the thing that I missed most was the desperation. That Kenny felt as the cleaner, especially when he was, you know, uh, sorry, uh, one of the junior weights, uh, climbing up to be a, his promo talking about how he starved himself. He was maniacal. He was crazy. It wasn't too hockey. He was, he just hit, was right in his wheelhouse. Um, but we mentioned Jay White. I want to ask you guys, do you think, do you think we're, I don't want to spoil any predictions, but do you think we see Jay White in the Royal Rumble? No. Is that on your list, boys? Is Jay White on your on your top I, I, four? I, I want to
1: say that the potential of the the writing on the wall has changed with the fact that Vince McMahon has come back. I, I I don't know the like again, we were completely speculating on whether or not he was going to show up in the rumble. And I had maybe like a 30, 35 percent chance of me guessing he was gonna show up. I think that's down to like less than 10% now, but I'm making up those numbers. I don't have anything to do. I'm just I'm That's my feeling of how I'm confident
2: I am that he'd show up. What about you, DBZ? I just remembered we forgot a huge thing that happened on AEW, and you're asking about Jay White. Is he going to be in the Rumble? No, because he's going to AEW. Why? Because, I don't know, Adam no, Cole's back. Ada- oh, oh! Oh, Adam Cole, baby. Came back on AEW. there right. Uh, today, we
3: completely Actually. blanked on that. I'm so Wild. sorry about that. No,
0: Adam that's I, I, return, I, me too. I,
2: this is why I'm bringing it up now because I'm just like, God, we're almost done here. We haven't even talked about Adam Cole, and,
1: and I'm the one that pointed out while we were watching the match that Jay White tweeted that Jay White tweeted my best friend or my good friend right. Bay, Bay when he made his the comeback. So, yeah, maybe uh, maybe Adam Cole needs somebody to wrestle with because uh, Bobby Fish and Kyle O'Reilly are not there with him. And That's that okay. You can always one. bring somebody else and be in a trios match against That's, the elite. Yup. Yup. Yep, I yep, mean, yep.
2: there's so <laughs> much that I can We fell into that uh, one, guys.
1: We fell into
3: that one. It's, it's sometimes you're lucky. Sometimes you're fortunate. Uh, Jay White and AEW. <laughs> a- I couldn't w- think of another
1: trio besides the, the House of Black. I could not think of one. And then I'm Best like, friends. oh, wait, Adam Cole. Oh, no, but with with uh, Cassidy already having a belt, I just didn't think of that sure. as possible. So I couldn't think of another one. But Jay White, Adam Cole, and, um, well, okay, we need somebody else for that, don't we?
2: Real quick, though, Death Triangle won the trios belts while pack had the all atlantic belt yes that is true
0: there's okay. your trios
2: right there, the best friends no, like... no but
1: I, I do get what mr rizzo was
2: saying the gun it's, club it's and
0: they lost them. it
1: with him having the title i mean they didn't win it with him having the title correct they won uh no uh cassidy
3: won it while he had the trio's championship so that was a little bit weird. We talked about that. We discussed the, the weirdness of that on the podcast. I think it would be a little bit Marijuana, more strange. The memory, you know, to see the belts back on them, especially this early against but the. I'm Italy just. You know, I'm like, just showing I guess, there I are,
2: the AEW does uh, honestly is primed to have a trios division. They do have a lot of guys that do that have bonded together. You like at this point, you're going to come to a point where it's not. What trios teams are there? It's what tag team plus a dude that has interacted before is now a trios team. Ah, because there's long term storytelling where Dax
3: Harwood and Cash Wheeler are still friends with CM Punk. Interesting. No. Wardlow.
1: You were talking oh, about Wardlow. WWE. They're Even
3: easier. Even easier.
1: You were talking about WWE, and there won't be anything with trios until Big E comes back. That's fair. True.
2: That's true. Fair true.
3: I don't think that we're going to see anything with trios.
1: I e, certainly I hope we don't. You. Not a I, belt, but it just matches would be fun. Sure.
3: Well, yes, and, and seeing the bloodline uh, against the New Day would be, you know, we've seen the Usos versus the, the, the New Day so many times. But who wouldn't want to see Solo, Sokoa, uh, you know, just, and, and Big um, E beating the hell out of each other? I just I'd want oh, to see him to do it to Dom. I mean, that'd be great. Oh, Dom Mysterio. Right, we're
0: we're ah! talking
3: about all these royal Rumble entrants, gentlemen. Uh, I don't see not he yeah, e.
1: well, Dominic, just hardcore criminal going through prison. He's gonna beat up everybody.
3: Prison, see, Jerry, prison,
2: you... Dom. CJ, <laughs> are you trying to? Are you trying to come up with some kind of a segment where we kind of? bring up a list of our rumble entrants. i or? think that
3: maybe gentlemen we should oh. talk about not surprise entrance not surprise returns or anything like that we're gonna take this a little different we want that classic four who final. are our final four in the royal rumble 2023 i want the listeners to know that we are going to be doing a uh a completely non gambling uh royal rumble pool this year so any of our listeners you are more than invited to join our royal rumble pool we'll be doling out some numbers uh just gives a little bit of an excitement for uh the royal rumble but let's talk about our top four
2: send us us your picks at honk if you love wrestling at gmail.com to get in on the royal rumble pool Yes, tell us See, your. I picks have no way. idea
1: what these guys are talking about. I threw something in the chat of going, "Hey, let's just throw some like really early last four uh, entrance of the rumble." And these guys are like, the "Last four entrance of the pitch? Pitch? rumble." What's your favorite? And I'm like, "Oh shit, I I'm not prepared." So, uh, hey, so the so last four people first. that enter, I should go first. Okay, so we're going to stick my with horrible... the last four people that enter. Okay.
2: Wait, wait! wait. Right. I, now I don't know what
0: I'm doing. Ladies and gentlemen, this is your captain speaking.
2: I thought I, we were doing the final four in the Rumble. Riven fat dabs.
3: <laughs> yeah. So, so we. So, all right. Quick production error here. <laughs> our notes say list your super early last four in the Rumble. Right. So last four. I read it as, and who are our last four people remaining in the Rumble?
2: That's yes, what I same. Remember. yeah. Same. Yeah. We're on the same page. We're on the same page.
1: Yeah, that was smooth. So I'm going to say my four, and I'm going to do one just for fun because of what we talked about earlier in the show.
2: Mr. Rizzo can't get enough. He's got to give all the OLIs.
1: Oh, no, I don't know. I have OLIs with four. Um, but I okay. You know what? Let's do my OLI is my surprise entrance, and I mentioned already. And it's Enzo. I hope Enzo shows Move
0: up. This man!
1: Enzo Amore, that's my guy. No one wants him. But my last, my final four for the for this year, I believe, is going to be Seth Rollins. I believe it's going to be Drew McIntyre. I believe it's going to be John Cena.
2: And then everyone knows it's going to be Kevin Owens. And that's my four. Oh it it can't can't be. you said he's it, in a match during the rumble. Yes it
3: is. It's possible oh, if yeah, if the rumble's
2: okay. the last if the rumbles yeah. the last yeah. yep. 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 could be, be, sure. be the first don't one. They've done it All before. Alright, alright, alright. All right. So I you don't do, foresee that you want me to go how, how, and as I'm I'll... talking
1: this out, I may don't believe that's gonna happen. So who we got next? All right, I c- I could take this.
3: Um, I'm not going to give a surprise entrant. Maybe we'll do that at a later podcast. Uh, yes. What I will say, my my final four uh, are going to be Seth Rollins, Sami Zayn, Drew McIntyre, and a returning surprise, Cody Rhodes. Cody Rhodes is going to win the 2023. Yeah. See, this is why I
1: do this early. Ooh. My dumbass forgot about him. Ooh. He's gonna be in my picks in two weeks. There, is there
3: no Ooh. adrenaline in your soul? Something, something, Cody Rhodes? No, no, it's not. He's it now after I oh. remember the damn song. something, the something, way, something, Cody I was, Rhodes.
2: I was listening.
3: I had YouTube open on my phone earlier today. I was listening. I hear to voices
2: in my head. All right. Oh, you do? Whoa. <laughs> oh. that's my surprise entrant.
3: Wow. <laughs> I guess I'll do my surprise entrance. The Rock's coming back at the Royal Rumble, and God. Alberto Del Rio. Fuck you, Bull.
2: I was just trying to transit. I thought you were done, so I figured we transitioned to me, and then he takes it right back.
3: Well, I thought this we were is one of the best surprises. and smoothest thought, segments we've just, ever done, boys. I just I love thought it. we said we were going to do a surprise entrance at a later podcast.
2: Yeah. Oh, yeah. That was just a gag. I don't know if that's actually going to be my surprise entrance. Okay. I was, just, I was just. I was like, I too can quote wrestling catchphrase. <laughs> anyway, um so I've got one on here that I feel like you'll all be shocked to hear. But uh one of them, not that not the same, so these are two different entrances, but one is all three of us have Drew McIntyre. He was gonna be in my final four. He made it to all three of ours. <laughs> he's he's <laughs> just, one of those workhorses that he's a believable just, winner. You, you, you do not have do not have Seth. I don't. No. Okay. I uh, so I had have Drew McIntyre, Sheamus, mm-hmm, Lashley. Ooh. And we're going big boy season with this Lesnar. Brock Lesnar. You guys, you guys Leser's really good.
1: thought about this. I thought about it right before we started.
2: <laughs> Why <Well, I> did? <laughs> Fair enough. Um, I, I, you know, I did it before we watched. Fun. <laughs> yeah,
1: no,
3: Brock Lesnar is a very real possibility. Um, if Don't
2: we have a Saudi show coming up soon? We, we do, might, but it would be we, too late. They, they would all be Saudi shows coming up. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Uh, another, yeah, exactly. I was leaning into the Saudi bit and I was just like, man, if, if they're really leaning towards that, they love them some Lesnar. So they'll bring him back and be like, now he's got a shot at WrestleMania. I'm I stealing the joke and it don't it care. Are
1: we going to
3: see Uncle Saudi show up? <laughs> Oh, jeez. Hit us on... You know what? I don't know if we'll even post that on Twitter. (laughs) But... At Wrestling um, Hawks at Wrestling Honks on Twitter. Uh, we did have some surprise entrants there. Uh, we, we did see some in our final with Cody Rhodes and uh, with Brock Lesnar as well. He, yes, on Raw,
2: they're advertising his road to recovery, so he is coming back to some capacity. Sure, uh, it's just it's tough for me to believe that Lesnar, uh, If you know, saying he's a
3: Final Four doesn't mean that you're saying he would win, but it would be tough no. for me if he returned. I just can't see him returning at the Rumble because it would mean that we'd have to see Roman Lesnar in another WrestleMania, and that would just yeah. be tough for me to. Yeah, no, just going for the big boy aspect big boy, of it. It's like, oh, I love it. Big just four big just... fucking dudes. Any of these guys can just win. They're all Break the out. rings.
2: Break the
3: Yeah, rings. they can't.
0: Because they can fix-
2: then what happens? <laughs> oh, well, I guess they just go over the ropes. So they just got to push them out. It's like sumo wrestling now. Oh, man. We could get Brock
1: and Bobby again. <laughs> we, could,
2: See, you
1: know, we could get them, that. Again. One of them thrown to each other over the the. Ropes to cause them to have a match at Mania,
2: so. Oh yeah, it's it's Lesnar goes for Lashley, gets him out, and then Drew goes for Lesnar as a callback back to his
1: speculation.
2: Oh, I love it. It's it. I, I'm loving it. So,
1: if,
3: if you guys are gonna throw out your spoiler return picks, you know who my return's gonna be. Elberto. Alberto Alberto. That Mexican <laughs> aristocrat music. <laughs> He's going to show up in a brand new Mercedes and fucking watch out now.
2: It is our Tope oh, Suicida. Suicida. Thank Excalibur. You. Moment Your of the love week. For that. Your love for uh, Alberto Del Rio brightens my soul.
3: We're going to see him. We are going to see him soon. He's going to make a return to wrestling or we're going to see him. Uh, we're going to see his mugshot. We're going to see him soon one way or another. It's what I'm saying. He's
2: not done being in our news feed. Also shout out to Excalibur making a community reference on AEW this week. God, I love you. Six seasons in a movie. Come on. It's uh
3: it's interesting because community is not only Dan Harmon's second best show, but it's also Donald Glover's second best show. Yeah, second Atlanta
2: show. and Rick and Morty. They just top no, community.
3: Sorry, man. I community's fine. I-
2: you no, I've got I- a chip on my shoulder because you can see in community where Dan Harmon <laughs> just goes, Yeah, fuck this. It's Rick and Morty fuck time. And you're like, ah, just at least wrap this up first before fuck you this dive show. into fuck that Chevy he's like, chase. <laughs> and he's like, Yeah, how about that?
0: And I'm like, Okay. Yeah. No,
3: anyway. Gentlemen, what are we gonna watch out now for
2: this week or coming up in, in the sphere? You got a tope for us?
1: Uh, I need to go last. <laughs> this
2: feel like a pass situation. I'll go first. My yes. tope, Jake Hager. He loves his hat, and this week he told Ricky Starks he was going to slap that man's face off of his face. So watch out to see whatever that means. I love Jake Hager. That
3: that sound bite, we're gonna get that in there somewhere somehow.
0: Slap your face off of your face.
3: My lookout now, my Tope Suicida for this week is going to be not this week, but upcoming in, in the in the in the next month. In the galaxy. Look out for Braun Breaker losing his NXT championship. (gasps) Braun Breaker is going to drop that title. They're going to call him up. Whether it's... Yeah, I I, I think that it's going to be pre-Rumble. I don't think it's going to be a post-WrestleMania...
1: Dude, dude. I I told you in the NXT Minute, or after the NXT Minute, that he's got a championship match with Grayson Waller February 4th of Vengeance Day in a steel cage. There we are.
2: Yeah, but that's after the rumble.
1: Oh okay. well
2: his Tope's Vengeance Day then? My Tope's yeah, Vengeance I, I Day I was, okay, was actually
1: gonna be maybe my Tope, yeah, and I thought it was too far away.
3: Fine, <laughs> then then uh then let's say he's gonna lose it there because we're gonna see him appear post wrestling.
1: I, <laughs> I agree with you. I didn't but, mean to whatever. jump on that, but like I think that's the case because I think, that be I think
2: Grayson Waller part. is saying it's fine.
3: We need Grayson so Waller with the belt. Let's let's watch out now for 90% of what I said. Forget the rest of the Royal Rumble part. Watch out for Braun Breaker dropping this belt because we're going to need to see him on the main roster soon.
1: You know what? Hey, well, hold on, hold on. CJ, you can still be correct on this because yeah, if they really want to make... do this, he can show up in the Rumble sure. as the champion, yeah. throw some people around, and then a week later lose his belt. Yeah. And then he's got, you know, so... I, That's I, still on the table. Yeah, I just I didn't want to spoil one of my surprise entrants for I'm the Royal War. Yeah. Official predictions for the Rumble are in two weeks, not next week. Because we'll talk the Wednesday before the Rumble. There we are. So we'll we'll do official picks on everything in two weeks. Well, we should go through the whole card for once. We'll do a whole prediction episode. How about that? Just for CJ. Thank you. At least a prediction <laughs> segment. Yeah, we can do the whole I mean, the card's not gonna be an AEW card. There won't be 15 matches to go through. There'll probably be like six. (laughs) So we can do the whole card, (laughs) but we'll see. Uh, But, yeah, I guess my my tope is going to be the stick with what we talked about for for KO and Sammy, the match that we have on Friday between them, and then stick with the podcast, guys, and watch the the Peacock and watch uh, NXT rival and NXT... Um,
2: unstoppable.
1: Unstoppable. And see the two KO and, and Sammy matches that we're going to talk about next week. So that's what I'm plugging and looking forward to uh, for some rest on the watch. And that's your homework assignment for the week. What? So what about you, TBZ? What about me? Have- did I miss your tope? My bad.
0: <laughs> yeah, I
2: did get my tope. It was uh, Jake Hager. Jake Hager. Because he's yes, going to slap their face <laughs> off their face. All righty. Well, thank you, everybody, for listening. Uh, always keep honking. Give us, give us the love. Let us wrestling know what Hunks. you like at Wrestling Honks on Twitter. Honk if you love wrestling at gmail.com is our main source. Send us an email if you at like
1: Wrestling Honks. We're all starting to like. get
2: active on the Twitter. Or you know, for all those Gen Zers, if you're on the TikToks, just search Honk if you love wrestling. That's us.
0: We just, yeah. we just
2: threw on a really cool Kenny Omega post-match clip. Uh, it happened
3: post Dynamite, pre Rampage. Uh, you're not going to see it on any television, so hit our TikTok because we have that video posted. Unless it's YouTube, honk if you love wrestling. You're not going
1: to hear this till Friday, but it's from Wednesday. Check it out,
0: honk. Come on. honk. Ladies and gentlemen, this is your captain speaking. I will be taking you on Flight 420 on your way to Honksville, where we will be seeing the live recording of Honk If You Love Wrestling's podcast. If you look to your left, you'll see the memorial to CJ, who died in a tragic street fight in a Donnybrook match against Sheamus. It was the greatest match that ever was made. To your right, you'll see Mr. Rizzo doing what he does best, Ribbon fat dabs. And, And the main event of this ride, and thank you for coming along, is TBZ. Where he is today, we still don't know. God bless that man.